When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. Toward the line. She is gone. Aaron Judge. Line run right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third. Scoring kind of from Lepa. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. You know, now we, I don't know, what are you most concerned about with the team moving forward? I mean, I know we have a lot of questions offensively, but I do feel like there's enough pieces there where you're going to, like, you know, they they did put up six runs last night and, you know, they, they'd been doing okay offensively. I, I'm really worried about the pitching because Cole has been a question mark now for a couple starts. You know, I, I, uh, he's going through something. Montas with the shoulder. Tyone's been pretty bad. Nestor, a little bit of the shine has worn off. Domingo Herman, don't even get me started on him. Sevy's on the IL. I'm very concerned about the rotation, which is hilarious because when we started this podcast on the fan, it was like the rotation could do no wrong. Yeah, it was. It was off to a historic start. One of our first episodes, we were comparing their collective stats to the dominant. Orioles rotation, the mid nineties Braves rotation, because those that's actually how good their numbers were. And like you said, all of a sudden the wheels have, have kind of come off and it's not just one individual guy. Tyone has an ERA of nearly six since June 7th. Cole is now allowed um, at least five earned runs in his last two starts. Uh, obviously you do, you, you have some better recent history for Cole. I mean, it, it was just, you know, last month when he had back-to-back, <clears throat> excuse me, really good starts uh, against the Reds and Red Sox, where he only allowed two runs in 14 innings. But we've seen a lot of this from Cole, actually. He, he goes on these stretches of looking like himself, and then, boom, allows seven runs in two and a third's innings against the Twins. Two starts later, one run over seven and a third with 12 strikeouts. Two starts after that, five earned runs over six innings uh, against, against the Red Sox because he can't get Devers out. Next game seven shutout innings with 11 strikeouts, two starts after that gives up nine hits in six innings to the Orioles. Like it, it's uh it certainly makes you nervous. Can he put up some consistent starts through a stretch in October? Obviously the 2021 wildcard game is still fresh in people's minds. I'd say right now, I still feel okay with Cole in, in the playoffs. I think he'll be able to figure it out. I think he'll be able to, 
um, ramp up the intensity and, and perform. I, I still feel good about Nestor, even though he's not doing what he was doing earlier in the season, he's still been solid. I think Tyone is, is my big concern right now. And I mean, obviously Herman, I, I can't stand watching him pitch because it's just petrifying every time, but I also know that at least that's a means to an end, hopefully when, when Seve comes back in mid September, it sounds like it's a super precautionary thing with Severino. Cause he said he feels fine and he thought he was just going to have a normal ramp up. And it sounds like the Yankees want him to go through more of a spring training 2.0 type ramp up to get him, uh, you know, built up and ready to be a consistent starter in the playoffs. But yeah, I'd say right now the biggest concern is is definitely the rotation. It was the biggest strength at the beginning of the year, and now it's looking like a, a glaring weakness. Is there any kind of adjustments Matt Blake could make? Because he was seen as a wizard earlier in the season, and now the staff as a whole is is really starting to struggle. It and it's it's the walks and the long ball, really, that that's killing. Like Tyone didn't give up a lot in terms of hits last night. He gave up a bunch of walks though, and all those walks wound up really costing them. There's so many. So many walks came around to score and he gives up home runs after giving up a walk and you have to attack these lineups. You can't, you know, if, if you're pitching, they're just going to wait and wait. Eventually you got to throw one over and they're going to be ready. You have, you have, and, and call today too. The control wasn't there and Cole's control has, has definitely faltered in, in these, these starts where he's pitched poorly. And, and, and Tyone's been a, a walk machine since, you know, mid June it's, you know, that, that, that's where they're getting hurt more than anything. And, you know, Domingo seems to nibble and then he throws one over the plate and, and away we go. And, you know, they, they have to start attacking the zone more. And, and maybe it is a mechanical thing with a lot of these guys. You know, you said said it about um, Holmes with, with the release point. So maybe it's mechanical and they can find it again. But uh, I'm definitely concerned right now. Um, you know, I think um, that everything's going to flow through that rotation, because like you said, the lineup is constructed around a couple of monsters and then a few non-factors. So um, you're going to get your spots to score runs, but you're not going to just go out and, you know, have uh, 10 runs every night, but, you know, going to score five or six, you would think so. But, you know, just like last night or last night or today, like if you don't get a good, good pitching performance, five or six isn't enough. Yeah. Look, look, we've seen this Yankee offense in recent years tee off on, elite starters we've seen them bomb Shane Bieber in the 2020 wild card series we've seen them uh we've seen them do some damage against guys like uh Granky in the 2019 ALCS like we know that these core players can can tee off on good pitching but we've also seen them get shut down by good pitching we, we saw that with the Astros a lot already this season so on those nights in a playoff series where the bats aren't aren't cooking and they're not putting up crooked numbers. They need the rotation to keep them in games and get it in to become a battle of the bullpens. And it's look, the Yankees, they don't lose blowouts typically because they, they have had pretty solid pitching as a whole all year, even though the rotation has been struggling. I mean, today was only what the fifth time all season that they've lost by more than three runs. So you expect them to keep games close in, in the playoffs, but you're also going to want your pitching to, be putting up a little bit better of an effort so those close games can can turn into wins and you're not playing from behind. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, that's that that's exactly it. They're playing from behind so often and it, it puts pressure. Then, you know, you're, you're going to different guys in the bullpen when you need to pull a starter early. The, the offense has a ton of pressure on it. And, you know, you know, if you're going to win the World Series, you're going to have to be the Houston pitching, which consists of Verlander. You're going to have to have a game where you go toe to toe with, with with one of those guys and come out on top. And if you're going to beat, you know, the Mets or the Dodgers, you're going to have to, you know, maybe beat Scherzer and and Degrom. Like it, it, you're and you need your starting pitcher to put you in a position. Like Moose did that so well when the Red Sox and Yankees were going head to head and you would have Pedro versus Moose, it seemed like three times a year. And, and you seen it would just keep the Yankees in the game and then they would come back. You need a guy that's going to do that and not have a, you know, a, a give up six runs in four innings or, or five runs in five innings. So, um, you know, hopefully they can make some, some adjustments here, but aside from the first game that the pitching really torpedoed uh, this series, I know the Yankees came back last night, um, you know, you like to see that fight. And that's one thing this team does have. They do have a lot of fight, but uh, the, it was a really poor series against a, a playoff uh, team, like a contender. And, um, you know, I, I was really disappointed with how this this series turned out. First game notwithstanding, which was a ton of fun, but also facing, you know, not a great pitcher for, you know, the, the Mariners. Yeah. And also facing a weakened Mariners lineup that didn't have Julio Rodriguez or Ty France, and they still... I mean, Garrett Cole got teed off on six runs in the first inning. That's most he's allowed in the first inning in his entire career. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of things about this series that were not very uh, that were not very fun to watch, including our two uh, picks for the belt in Tyone and Cole. We picked those two to win the belt, and they both were arguably two of the biggest net negatives of of this series. Yeah, I, I don't know how you pick anybody else. I mean. Hicks grounded into a couple double plays in the second game in big spots, but yeah, Hicks went hitless for the series. He's hitless in his last again twenty six at bats, but I don't think that was as consequential as Tyone and yeah and Cole. I mean, if if Tyone pitches a halfway decent game, the Yankees already win the series with Cole on the mound. And while Cole settled in really nicely, I mean, we should mention that after his nightmare first inning, he was looked pretty dominant the rest of the way. But it didn't really matter after you allow six home runs or six runs on three home runs in the first inning. It's definitely a definitely going to deflate a home ballpark when that's all happens before the Yankees even, even come to bat. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say Tyone and Cole were uh, probably two of the worst picks we, we could have had for the belts. This, they this series, spit the bit. yeah, they sure did. All right. Well, they get a My day judge off. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Judge continues to, to be amazing and was really hoping that they would actually give him something to hit on Tuesday night because even, you know, Torres has always been clutch, but you just feel way better about judge potentially getting a hold of one and hitting one out. I, I felt like uh, I forget the relievers name. I'm sorry. Um, I thought he was pitching around Judge and Rizzo to get to that spot because LeCastro was there and they would have had to pinch hit with with I, I felt like he was like you know Rizzo's been very hot Judge obviously has just been playing out of his mind all year and he was like I'm I'm gonna make you know Glaber's in a big slump or if they left LeCastro and LeCastro like make one of them beat him like and they couldn't. Yeah, it was Andres Munoz, and he was throwing, pumping 102, 102 miles an hour. Yeah, and that he, first that first pitch to Glaber was was a ball. 
But yeah, yeah, it was. was. Glaber didn't look like he was going to be having a very competitive at bat anyway. No, no, he, he he looked like he was he was struggling. And you're right, it did look like they wanted to get to that. I mean, loading the bases to get to Glaber seems like not um, not an optimal game plan. But they clearly pitched around around Judge, and then seemed like they were biting a little bit more with with Rizzo, who's had just as much of a power stroke as as Judge lately. So without those two guys. The month of July and early here in August might look even worse than than it currently has with the Yankees basically the last month plus turning into a you know, 500-ish team. Sub-500 in like their last 22 games, I think. 